previously on Live at 605. It made me... You wouldn't be like... <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't make my bass go like it. Like, <gasps> John. <laughs> John. <laughs> why don't you bend over and let me slap that ass. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. From a minus 26 uh, Toronto, this is mm. episode 7. I just blow my mouth. I just gave you a hot cup of tea. Oh. It is minus 26 we've established outside, so I had to get a sick John Mallon some tea. I'm not going to lie, I'm falling apart this week. Uh-oh. This, this, is, this is even worse than any hungover episode I've done. <laughs> you can hear in my voice, I sound like a sexy chick from the 50s with a raspy voice. Why would a chick, why wouldn't you just be like a sinewy man from the 50s? I don't know, because I, I always think raspy voice with uh, sultry women. Ew. <laughs> like, just... Having said that, I am your podcaster, Val. It's your boy, John, over here. And we have, we're coming to you live from the first episode in 2016. So this is live at 6.05. This is easily, I'm predicting, the best episode of the year oh, already. Oh, probably. Hands down. This will probably be our like game-changing episode. So last week we did our best of 2015, which was amazing. We got a lot of good feedback. People really seem to like it. People seem to really like it. And we didn't hear that we ruined anyone's... Um, viewing pleasures or anything, so I think you did an incredible job with the disclaimers and Thank all you. of the stings were outstanding. Thank you. You're yeah. looking for a pen, I, I am, yeah. Uh, just so I can mark down. This is going to be a very stingless episode. Oh. We can we can use pre-existing stings yeah. because I'm sick and I feel like I'm going to pass out at any second. Okay. We're not going to make any new stings. Fine. Today, so. Uh, got, yeah, it was. I really liked last week's episode, Best of 2015. Yes. We uh, got some good feedback. People enjoyed our music list. Yeah. They, and my artwork. Yeah, people went ham for your artwork. Totally. Five people liked it on Instagram for me, and about 22 liked it on yours. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's been a hell of a holiday break. And because we opted to do the Best of 2015, we actually haven't really gotten <coughs> to speak about our Christmas and like holiday week um, because both of us were off. We both did Christmas independently um, again this year. We've actually, as a couple, have only spent Christmas together once, that one. being last year. Or what, one for six? One for six. So batting, uh, if I, my math skills right, we're batting about <laughs> 300. No. <laughs> about 175 is what yeah. we're right now. <laughs> um, but having said that, we um, are glad to be back, and we have a ton of stories to tell you guys, and I think it wouldn't be us if John and I didn't get sick over the holiday break. I haven't really felt healthy since the beginning of December. No, and I, I'm not good with dealing with being sick. Like my, I Right now, you can clearly hear my yeah. voice. I lost my voice two days ago. It's barely come back. <laughs> I can't hear out of my right ear. It's plugged no. up. We're shit. Totally. I'm nasally. Yeah. I'm coffee. I'm a little sad. Yeah. We've actually gone through about $35 worth of DayQuil mm-hmm. in like the past uh, like week. Yeah. So that's a little bananas. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna do something I don't usually ask of you. What? I'm gonna ask you to drive the boat today. Uh-oh. I'm gonna ask you to steer this I, I, down the right path. Hundo percent feel you will still bring your A game. Well, we the, always do. The great I, I I'm feeling like a B minus today. <laughs> but I'm gonna ask you to drive the boat. I think okay. you're ready for it. You're in the captain ship. 
I'm fine. You've done it before. You've done girls talk by yourself. Dude, when I'm sick, I do all these podcasts with you by myself. Yeah, but I mean, (laughs) I'm the one over on your your left, possibly your right, just making sure we're still going, chugging along. Yeah. I don't know if I got that chug in me today. No. I can't chug it back. I know you carry me all other days of the year, John (laughs) Valen, so I'll try and do you the favor of this one day carrying you. And just like that, a Christmas miracle. Was that? <laughs> well, um, do you have a sponsorship? Well, of course I do, but are we going to get into all the contacts oh, and yeah. See, shield? maybe you are steering the I'm ship. I'm steering the ship <laughs> so it sinks. Um, so if you want to get in contact with me and check out some of the cool shit we did over the holiday break, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. It's ValGomez23. How's your Instagram Fuck Instagram game this year? On fleek. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's all them sex bots coming out of remission. Oh, my God. My, the sex bots this week went ham for me. I wonder if it's like a New Year's resolution where, like, depressed and, like, low self-esteem women of the world are like, guys, you know what we're going to do? We're going to get our A-game on sex botting in 2016, which I'm not complaining about. It keeps my numbers up. Yeah. Right? But then they but all came to bat for us. They did. Like, f- over the new year. I almost wanted to take a screen grab of all the yeah. sex bots that added me and liked all my pictures totally. and stuff. I can't do that, because some might say people are watching me. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure that out. I sounded like a scared owl. I sounded like a constipated owl. Ooh. <laughs> or a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about you? Uh, you can follow your boy over here at Malencamp. Um, sex bots game is strong. Uh, I wanted to tweet this before I tweet this. You can let me know if this is a, a stinker hero or a winner or a stink, whatever that fucking thing is. Yeah. Tell me if this is a good tweet. Go. In 2016, I'm thankful for friends, family, and the sex bots that keep my Twitter numbers up. That would be. A thinker. Hey, yo, what you think, baby? Is that a thinker? No, dog. That's a stinker. P-U. <laughs> I guess that'd be a sting. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like, the weird thing is, is that I've been saying to you, like, we obviously, it was our first day back at work today, as most people went back. Um, I've been in and out the last You've been week. in and out. Yeah. This is my first day back at work. Okay. But these holidays feel substantially longer. Yeah. it's like the longest break I would almost say I've had since I've been in school. Yeah, like, I know. It's, I'm, I, I was a little bit like antsy to get back to work. It's true. Those those uh, school breaks are pretty good where you get two weeks off. Two weeks off. You get like PD days and stuff. Yeah. Like I've technically been off since like the 23rd. Yeah. And so. Your birthday. My birthday. Um, so ironically, we're, we will start later on. Ooh. Um, but yeah, so it's just been like a hell of a week. Yeah. And we were action packed the whole way through. So action packed that you won't let me give out the rest of the contact Keep information. Facebook.com slash live at 605 mm-hmm. to see memes and quotes and pictures and videos. <laughs> Lots of good shit up in there. Totally. But if I'm, if I'm on iTunes... Drop us a comment on our iTunes page and subscribe to it because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. So we got to kick things off. Uh, for those of you who like stories from the one and only Pop's Mal, and there'll be some good stories this week. Uh-oh. We got some... Have you not told me some of these? No, you know all of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> but there's a few stories. I like when you keep some of them hostage. Let's just say there's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh-oh. Mainly good and a little bit of ugly. Whoa. No real bad. Okay. But, um... Did got... he listen to the best of? He sure did. That's Paul's why we... Paul approved? This past week, the last episode of... The last episode of 2015 of Live at 605 was officially... 
Pops Malin approved. Damn, dog. That was officially Pops Malin approved. Avi? There's no way in hell it couldn't be. We had some grade A caliber shit up in that one. Yeah, he said it was very interesting. <laughs> he enjoyed the music list, and uh, he actually... Did he download any of the albums we suggested? I don't think so. See, this is where I want what we say to be absorbed enough <coughs> that people go and download said albums. They might be. I want to make a difference in someone's musical life. Someone who doesn't have the musical prowess that we like have and sensibility, I want them to come to bat and be like, you know who I checked out? Guys, I checked out Father John Misty. Well, I've been saying this for three years. Mm-hmm. Let us take. Let me take you back to early 2013. I'm talking like February 2013. Oh, okay. I'm on a little site called spin.com. They have... Is that even in business anymore? <laughs> yeah, I go to spin every day. Oh, okay. It's February 2013. Spin.com... Here's five songs you should be listening to this week. One of those songs was by a band called St. Lucia. Now, do you think anyone back in February of 2013 oh, listened to St. Lucia? God. No. Your boy Maybe over here you was. Your boy over here Maybe was. Maybe you and Jay. You know, the most feedback I've gotten about any band that's been on this podcast? Yeah. St. Lucia. A lot of people discovered it through your boy over here. Who discovered it? Don't my, even say your sister. My sister. And don't say me. You, my dad. No, there's a lot of people. A lot of people. Not even like I, I'm not even being silly right now. To be right fair, now, one of honest. the biggest like crowd pleasers we've gone to, and we'll talk about concert news as well. But we ended up going to see Saint Lucia. Was it two years ago? Yeah. Right, two years ago at the Hoxton. Exactly and, like, two years ago. Exactly two years ago. No shit of a lie. There was like 14 of us went together. Yeah. To see that concert, and you like to think you gathered them all. I did because nobody knew about them. <laughs> I'm playing them at parties. Anyway, about on the podcast. do you have a sponsor for this week? I do. Go for it. Uh, I just thought I had another thing. This. Uh, oh, I just want to say one other thing. Mm. The one band my dad liked a lot was Jamie XX. Really? He liked the song, and it's a good thing when you chose that, that song. Because yeah. I was going to choose it. It's a, so weird. The rest of it. Well, I was going to choose the song with Little or yeah, Young Thug. <laughs> yeah. Because I listened to that song a lot. I forget mm. what it's called. It's really good by Jamie XX featuring yeah. Young Thug. I'm glad we didn't because there's a there's a line in there that makes me laugh. Which one? It, 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 it goes like, she gonna jump on my dick and it goes squishity squish. <laughs> so anyways, I'm glad we didn't That's play that funny. song. But this is my sponsorship of the damn week. Sponsorship of the week. So this is, I bet we've never had a sponsorship like this ever. No? In, in all, over 110 Doesn't episodes. Doesn't involve walking. No. It, it doesn't Im- involve Subway. Nope. Or the Subway. <laughs> nope. It involves kidnapping. It involves murder. It involves Kanye West. It Whoa. involves Northwest. It involves you. Me. Me and Las Vegas. Whoa. I'm talking about a dream sponsorship. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go. This is the craziest dream I've had since I was left in the Munchkin Land. I told that story before. <laughs> yes. Where I had a dream. I got left in this land of the little people. My mom and sister. Why are you telling they me? They flew that? away in an air balloon. <laughs> okay. It's the craziest dream that happened 22 years ago. It sounds exactly like the Wizard of Oz. My God. <laughs> right? That was the craziest dream. This dream is up there, though. Okay. I told you this dream. Sure. I thought it was worthy of a sponsorship. Yeah. I'll talk now. And by this, my throat will be done. So you do all <laughs> the talking. Okay. This is the last of me steering the boat. Okay. You're passing your sheet. You're going to knock me off to take over. Okay. So this happened like a week and a half ago. I had a dream that all of a sudden I'm in Kim Kardashian's house and I thought this was going to be a way different dream than what was going to happen. (laughs) 
Okay. I thought it'd be inappropriate. <laughs> Where you'd go squishy-squish. Squish. <laughs> she got to jump on my dick and go squishy-squish. Keep going. That's quite funny. Good callback. Uh, so I'm in K- Kim Kardashian's house. And she's like, oh, man, I'm glad you're here, John. I really need you to babysit North. <laughs> I was like, well, that's where no! my services are. I'm here. I'm a babysitter by hire. Yeah. I'm like, I'd be more than happy to yeah. babysit North. Mm-hmm. I'm like, by the way, is Kanye West here? And she's yeah. like, ah, you don't need to worry about that right now. Whoa. She's like, so we need you because today we are f- driving and flying to Las Vegas. Mm. Big party. Everyone's going to be there. Kanye will be there. Yeah. We rented out this huge... Uh, hotel room in Vegas. Yeah. I'm like, oh, are you guys going to One Oak after? Because I know it's for Scott uh, Disick parties. They're, they're not friends anymore. No. Okay. So I'm like, okay. So we get in the car, sitting back there with Northwest. Yeah. Very lovely kid, by the way, in the Obviously. stream. Okay. Very sweet. Didn't speak a whole lot just yet. <laughs> so we drive to Vegas. I'm entertaining her. We're having fun. The whole time, I'm like, I just want to hang out with Kanye West. Yeah. Because I feel like I can make some jokes. I get his entourage. Maybe help him make his new album. You can get his entourage or get in his Get into his entourage. entourage. I don't want his entourage. I want to be in his entourage. Okay. I think I want to hang out with King Louie and Travis Scott. And, I don't even uh, know who these people are. And uh, Chief Keef. Maybe him. So we get to Las Vegas. We're in this huge, like, amazing party room. People are going crazy. I kind of take Northwest. I'm like, yo, can I just, like, put you in this room? So I leave her in this room. You're a horrible babysitter. I think I left her, like, a couple Rattlers or Shakers or something like that. What the that. fuck's a Rattler? <laughs> what are those things that rattle? Rattles? Yeah. Right, so. <laughs> Keep in mind, I'm sick, and this happened two weeks ago in a dream form. Okay, go. So then, I'm like, I'm looking for Kim Kardashian. She's gone at this point. I'm yeah. like, okay, I've already talked to her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just want to impress Kanye West. Does this guy not break into the hotel room? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people there. He has like a gun. He's going crazy. He's like, I'm going to rob everybody. Whoa. So there's a big giant like window. Maybe a bay window, if that's a thing. Yes. He's standing by it. The window's open. I run over, mm-hmm. jump, body slam him through the window, falls out. He might be dead. I don't know. Okay. I may have killed a man in the stream. Okay. But everyone's like, oh my God, you saved everybody. They all start clapping, going crazy. Yeah. I turn to someone. It might be, what's that guy? The annoying guy, Kim Kardashian. Oh, Jonathan. Jo- I, go to, I think I turn to him. I'm like, yo, did, did Kanye see that? Is Kanye here? Yeah. And someone's like, yo, you know Kanye's not even here yet. <laughs> so I'm like, I just committed murder yeah. for nobody. Kanye West's not here. I'm walking around. The party's getting pretty crazy. Music's playing. There's like mermaid swimming, that kind of stuff. Do you know who I bump into next? Who? You. Me. I bump into you. Okay. Like, this is crazy. We're at Kanye's hotel. Do I know you? Not only do you know me, you ignore me. That's <laughs> the like, crazy thing that's happening. Like, Get out of here. I'm trying to talk to Chloe. I'm like, <laughs> I would want to talk to I Chloe. <laughs> and then from there, I was like, oh my God, this is the craziest night. I'm kind of dancing. I'm drinking Cristal. I, then I'm pretty sure... I think Northwest went missing. I'm not 100% sure Because you left her with the Rattlers and the Shakers. And the Shakers. She goes missing. I'm like, I should probably find her. Yes. But I think I might just want to hang out with Kanye instead. And then I woke up. Whoa. So in your dream, you are the worst babysitter ever. Bad babysitter, but I did save everybody from a robber. Yeah, but you also lost a baby. <laughs> Having said that, you weren't that nice to me in the street either. <laughs> I was hanging out with Chloe K. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, that might be the first and only... Dream sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So I know it's not a sponsor, and I think I said to you yesterday, I'm like, oh, this is going to be my sponsor of the week, and I can't remember what it is now. What? I don't remember. I didn't write it down. But the one thing, remember how like we've kind of been talking about ghost sequences yeah. and stuff that's oh, happening and all the paranormal doing. stuff? Yeah. So John thinks this is like 
not scary as fuck. It's not. It was to me, and it would be to you. No, it's not because you're science. It, no. So, I'm watching TV. John is, like, asleep in the bedroom still. I'm watching TV in the family room, and yes, we have our Christmas lights on both our mantle whoa, whoa, whoa. and our tree up. Here's and a question for you. This is related. I'm no. not just interrupting you. I understand the tree's going to be up for another four or five months. Avi. When can we take down the mantle? No, in four or five months. <laughs> right? Okay. And so, base good. Right? <laughs> and so, base... Ah. <laughs> Um, so basically, I'm sitting and watching TV, it's about 11 in the morning, and it's like... The witching hour. The witching hour, and it's kind of dark, but not really. I go into the kitchen, and none of the lights are on on the trees, because it's the morning time, right? Yeah. And so, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna go, um, there's something on the TV I like, so I heard it in the kitchen, so I ran back to the family room. And I was, like, watching this commercial, and I was like, oh, it's really cool. But then I had to go back to the kitchen, and so I walk back to the kitchen, go get my shit together, and I come back out, and the lights are on on the mantle. Okay. How fucking scary is that? We unplug them. Let, let me tell you this. Go. It would be scary if you didn't know my method to these. This, this is why I want to bring the mantle down. And maybe we should if we are being haunted right now. <laughs> yeah. So, it's what's it called? A mantle? Yeah. The mantle is plugged behind our bookshelf. The bookshelf is very heavy. Yeah. And it's a very little, very little room to put your arm in between. Yeah. And it's like, so if I unplug it fully every night and leave the plug on the bottom of the ground, yeah. uh, it's hard for me to find it, pick it up, and shove it in the hole. So what I do is I don't fully unplug it. I take it out. Yeah. But so the point that it's still kind of in there. So all you got to do is give it a little love tap, and it goes in. So what you're experiencing is... Who put it in? Who gave it the tap? No, what's the experiencing is, because it's half in, half out, it might just flicker on and off every once in a while, because it's kind of in there. It wasn't. The thing I'd be more worried about than a ghost is a fire hazard, which is clearly what I set up in here. No, you didn't. So it's definitely not a ghost. It's just... It's Have half, some tea. It's half plugged in, half not. Oh, man, I'm losing it. My, my Have mouth. Have some tea. I don't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's dive into Christmas break, because that is what the listeners are here for. It's our Christmas wrap-up. Yeah. I'm wondering if I should rap about our wrap. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, John. Remember that time you said you wouldn't lead the boat? But if I start with, she gonna jump on my dick, and then go squish it, squish. <laughs> Ow. Careful. Okay. Burn your ass. No. So, basically, we're starting on December 23rd. So, yeah. why don't you... Here, I'm, I'm getting out of the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. Get in the back seat. You're jumping in. What yeah. happened on the 23rd? So, the 23rd is my actual birthday. So, if you remember and you've listened to a very Val Gomez uh, birthday, that was the day we had my birthday party in which we all got annihilated and danced up a storm at Stone's place. But this was just my actual birthday, which John and I usually celebrate together. And so it's really nice because even though you took the day off, I was still kind of working. But um, it was really great because you planned like a nice dinner at this nice restaurant that I love. And then because you were flying out the next day to go home to Ottawa, we were also doing our Christmas that night as well. Right. And so it was really good. Like finished up work fairly early, like whatever. And then we we're like, oh, okay, let's get ready and go to the restaurant. So we went to this really amazing place called uh, Petria, which is a Spanish restaurant on King Street. 
And if you've never been there, it's, like, incredible for those of you guys who live in Toronto. Um, the It's kind of, like, it sounds a little bit more sketchy than it actually is. It's a, down an alley. Okay. It's, like, behind King Street, right? Yeah. It's in an alleyway, like, at a speakeasy mm-hmm. area. And so we go there, and our waiter is basically Scott Disick. Yeah. Right? Just like and so... Just without the alcohol. Yeah, just without the alcohol and the raging violence. I you say, without the raging boner. I no, like, only you would say raging boner. When do you ever hear raging and not boner together? Every time I say it. Okay. Right? So, <laughs> um, what you gonna call it? So then... We end up... I think we found our previous Sienna, Mark Newtown. <laughs> so, every time um, we've gone there, we've had, like, impeccable service and really great food. And so, this time being no exception to that, um, he was such a great waiter. And you and I got some, like, really great wine and beer and everything. And we got some... Or appetizers that reminded us of Barcelona. Yep. And then we got a seafood paella, which was outstanding. And so, I don't know, I gave that experience, like, a solid 10 out of 10. Okay. Um, I just love it there. It's really great food, as previously mentioned. And then from there, we're like, okay, let's go home and um, open all of the gifts or whatever. And you're really amazing because you always make sure... Even though we're doing Christmas together, you're like, I'll let's do your birthday stuff first, right? Well, hey, look, I'm I'm a May baby. I got my birthday in May. We're both technically holiday babies, though. You're yeah, like but, Victoria Day almost. But I mean, every every year at school, they always announce my birthday because everybody's there. Everyone's going buck wild. I'm bringing in cupcakes. You're it's, bringing in cupcakes. Well, my mom's making cupcakes. <laughs> I mean, it's a good time to be a May baby, yeah. especially uh, through the '90s. Yeah. That shit's on fleek. Okay. But I mean, your birthday, December 23rd, you're never in school. They're not making... No. They're being like, and this holiday, while we're away, yeah. it's these people's birthdays. Yeah. I will say, like, even this year in general, I was... And your mom is also a December, like, close to Christmas baby, too. Yeah. Um, what you gonna call it? I shout always out to want, my mom. Shout out to mom's mom. She Malin. might be listening to this on the, on the new iPad. Ooh. Um, I think it's like... This year, a little bit more, but it didn't bother me as much. I felt like my birthday kind of kept getting moved a little bit. And so I was, like, not anticipating such a great birthday with John, but I did have an amazing time. So can I say some of the gifts you gave me? Yes, and I got to follow up. Some of these gifts aren't quote-unquote sexy gifts, but they're good gifts. They're good gifts. Very practical. And I actually would like to say is that the one thing about John and I, and this is, like, Great minds think alike. Great minds think alike. And, like, above all else, like, maybe this is six years and we just live in each other's minds a lot. We basically got each other the same gifts. I know. We live in each other's minds. How did you not know, like, Raging Boner comes with... That was bad. That was such I'm a bad I'm blaming my mode. sickness. Yeah, that was so bad. Drink some tea. And so, um... <laughs> Ew! 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 Josh just had so much saliva in his face. Ugh. Really? You still love me. No! Come closer. No, pause it. So, um, that was really awesome. And so one of the gifts that John got me... Oh, yeah, so we're talking about uh, thinking alike. Yeah. So, I, let's, I want to talk about all your stuff first, but we got to talk about the both gifts we just gave yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. So. so, one of the things that John and I always joke about is, like, Shark Tank, and yeah. we are religious... Um, viewers of... I'm like, we're not religious. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Christmas. I was going to say, I like Jesus and all, (laughs) but... uh, So, we end up both... um, We obviously both got each other gifts from Shark Tank. Shout out to all the Harry Krishnas out there. 
We also got, we each got each other gifts <laughs> from Shark Tank. And so yeah. the one thing that I thought was funny was that um, I had been talking for ages about this, like, um, invention, if you will, yeah. that the, these two girls brought on Shark Tank called the Spatty Daddy. Ooh, and what is so a Spatty Daddy? A Spatty Daddy and a Spatty Daddy Jr. Yeah. Isn't it, <laughs> Um, are basically two s- spatulas. This gift could not be more than like twenty bucks. No, no, it, right? no. It was pretty. It was almost shipping and handling. Yeah, that would more. add up. That was the same with the gift I got you from Shark Tank. Yeah. And so, and so it was really awesome because the Spatty Daddy. I've wanted these forever. And so for girls for, or or men, for any of you guys out there who have any jars or any like makeup products that are in a bottle and you can't actually pump the bottom of it out and you don't use um, the remaining of it, you just throw it out and you're like, holy shit, this is such a waste of money. The Spatty Daddy is actually just a mini spatula that you can put in your like makeup jars, which is huge. Like there's like, I throw out so much makeup that way. So I was super stoked to see the Spatty Daddy. But then I started laughing because of the Shark Tank gift I got, John. So one of the things I was talking about all the time, because I walk a lot and I'm a dude and I get sweaty. (laughs) These guys brought an invention called Dude Wipes. And it's basically (laughs) like wet towelettes that like just if you're... At work or you're running around, you yeah. see like wipe down your pit, mm-hmm. use a dude wipe. And so I'm like and I've been telling you like drop an in, it's like I want a dude wipe. Yeah. And so I think the funny thing is is that we have zero intel if these actually work. Yeah. But then yeah, the I cool know. thing is is that like like a dude wipe is basically just a Nivea wipe for makeup. Oh. So I'm like, as long as they smell good, I know you're gonna use them. Yeah. So I was like, okay, and the spatty daddy, hundo percent, I know I'm gonna use it. Yeah, so, so I just started laughing because I think when you go, oh, when when you start laughing about the spatty daddy, yeah. I was like, I hope you got me the dude wipe. <laughs> when I opened it up, where I saw like the packaging, I'm like, oh, I know this is going to be a dude wipe. <laughs> it was just ironic that out of the sixth year, yeah. now we both got each totally. other Shark Tank gifts. And so, okay, so I'm not sure how the breakdown for per gifts go because I so, know I or- opened them up in a certain order. So it went spatty. It went joke first. Yeah. And then I had to get the unsexy stuff out of the way. Yeah. So the first so, thing would be say, yeah, I was going to say in the order. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so the other thing is, is that um, because John and I are, like, upgrading our lives and whatnot, but we also have a lot of hand-me-down stuff. Like Beyonce, we're trying to upgrade you. (laughs) Right? Um, I've always kind of commented, I love cooking, and I've always wanted, like, actual chef knives, and so... Um, one of the gifts I got was a set of new Cuisinart's chef knives, which was amazing because I absolutely really love cutting with them, right? And with your history of kitchen injuries, I was hesitant <laughs> to buy them, but, but yeah. I was like, we gotta do this. No, I think it's also, like, anyone who loves cooking knows that you just need a good set of knives. And yeah. so, like, in my head, because I always live, like, as if I'm in a cooking show, I also want to learn how to, like, slice and dice properly and yeah. have, like, the right knife per um, food I am cutting. Or yep. shaving or whatever. Exactly. So that was another gift. And then another one... Unsexy but practical. Practical. This goes back to the first year we were dating, and the girls were like, what are you going to get Val? Get her jewelry. Yeah, everyone told me to get your jewelry. I'm like... No, she wants like, a fireplace. Yeah, I was like, even before we were like dating that long, I'm like, she doesn't want jewelry, she wants instruments, she wants fireplaces, yeah. she wants stuff like that, not jewelry. Not jewelry. And so I was like, okay, yo, what's my next fun gift? And so another thing we've needed, because we were in the process of upgrading our lives and because we cook a lot... Was new um, nonstick pans. Yeah. Right? Which I. <laughs> not sexy, <laughs> not but needed. Not sexy, but needed. needed. And so this is the thing. John and I also have a statement 
that I'm like, in this day and age, if we want something, we'll just buy it. Yeah. Right? And so it's not really like, it, to me, it is the thought. And I love that you're thinking for our future. Thinking about you, girl. You know it. And so um, the next one. Next no, there was something sexy inside the pants. That's what I'm getting. Okay, yeah. this was a little sexy. So this was a little sexier. Mm. And so inside the pants, Very I white, pull sexy. out. No, yeah. Yeah, good enough for your love, I baby. thought you were sick. <laughs> <laughs> so Drink I got, your tea. Mm, um, it's cold. <laughs> we heat it up. Um, so anyway, we, I end up pulling out this little poster. Yeah, from the pots and pans. From the pots and pans. And I was like, well, who are all these white people, yeah. right, in these colorful t-shirts? And then I just see me, yeah. right? And I was like, hey, I like my dress, right? And then I was like, holy shit, it's St. Lucia. Um, so John got his tickets to go St. Lu- to see St. Lucia in February on the 15th at the Phoenix, which I'll, is awesome. I'll post a picture. I photoshopped your face on the female singer from St. Lucia's, St. Lucia's body. Yeah. And I put in text, St. Lucia... Uh, the Phoenix, Phoenix, February 15th. Yeah. So I was like, we're going to go see St. Lucia. Yeah. Which I'm like, it's a little sexy. I actually think I saw St. Lucia, the Phoenix, before I even saw me in it. Yeah, you didn't you see yourself. You photoshopped me so well mm. that I'm like, holy shit, that's me. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I like this chick's dress on me. So now we're on the wall of winners, that Yeah, picture. we're on the wall of winners. So and we're looking forward to that. It's going to be our third show of St. Lucia. Third show. And then the next gift. I was going to say, sorry, St. Lucia, I love you. Your song "Physical" was supposed to be the band of the week, but you're getting bumped. Uh-oh. Getting bumped. You're that's getting all bumped I can for say. More, You'll like, be in next week. Shit. Yeah. Um. So then the last gift. And There's this two more gifts. That. Oh my god! My plaque. Yeah. Mm. This is this is a sexy gift. This is a the rest sexy of these gift. gifts are all sexy, right? Oh. And so my. Sex. Stop being gross. Oh, but that'll be sexy. That wasn't <laughs> sexy. Right? Um, what you recall it. So then the next gift was super cool. Um, so we always where we record the podcast is called the 605 Studio. Yeah, like Club 605 Studio. Club 605 Studio. And so John actually made mm. and got printed and shellacked yeah. a new um, like a sign? Like, How do like, I say it? It's a, it's a, it it's a wooden, it's a plaque. Like, it's a wooden plaque. I'll post this picture on Facebook. So there's a few things I'm going to post. You're going to see the St. Lucia picture, this plaque picture, and then there's a third picture. Okay. So this is like a really nice wood finished plaque. And I put Club 605 and in the middle, it's us, our, it's our artwork from this season. It says yeah. Live 605 Podcast with our picture. It's everything no. in gold. We're in color. It is sexy. It is pretty badass. Yeah. And so that's actually on the door to the studio yeah. right now, which I love. And so this is where I'm like, oh, we need to have another party. Um, and then, okay, so that was amazing. And if that weren't enough, because I actually love all these gifts. And then John still has yet another gift. So the gifts that the man that keeps giving. So then I, I, love opened, to give. I opened up the last gift. And, and this it, one is sexy, but I was very worried about this. Why? Just, because I know women are very particular about these and like having the right one. What? Just tell them what you got. Right? Like clothes? You got a purse. Oh, what yeah. What are you talking about? No, I was like, what are you talking about? Talking about the purse. I know. And so I've been looking for. Um, a over-the-shoulder purse for work 
for like what could be a year. Yeah. And so my old one that I've had for like five years busted, and I'm really particular because it has to hold laptop, it has to hold grapes, it has to hold my sunglasses <laughs> and keys and like all that fandangled good stuff. And so John actually found me this bitching like almost like ombre orange to red over the shoulder purse. It was easier to put our faces on a plaque than it was to find this purse. <laughs> and so I am I absolutely love it. So um, 100%, it works today. So it fits everything in there comfortably. Easy commute, which I'm excited about. And so, yeah, that one was amazing. And if that weren't so that's enough, all your birthday. That's all my birthday. Ow, I have a knot in my hair. And if that weren't enough, there was still one more gift, and which was totally unnecessary. But uh, extremely sexy. Extremely sexy. Extremely sexy. What's that? I don't know. It's like extreme. <laughs> right? Chris used to do extreme. Really? Um, yeah, I'll ask Chris about that. Okay. Um, so we... Okay, so I, I get this one, and it's like a flatter rectangle yeah and so then i open it and to me <laughs> it's a really nice picture of me of you. Right? and i was like this is so nice but what right? are you doing so Where i'm are leaning you? on a balcony looking over the water in bahamas and it's like really beautiful like the skyline's really pretty i'll post um, this picture it's absolutely stunning so i was really happy with that and <laughs> i was like did not look at the fine like, print Photoshop clandestine artwork. And <laughs> very small that letters. John, no, you totally did it. You just Photoshopped it so well I didn't see it. And so I'm like, oh my God, John, I love this photo. So much so that people, when they come over, because of where we've put it in the apartment, are like, yeah. that's such a nice photo. Yeah. Right? John got us a trip to Bahamas. What? So on, on the uh, railing of the balcony, I wrote the Bahama Mama 2016. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it's... One of our favorite places to go. We've been talking about it after a, as if you guys have been listening to the podcast, we know what a 2015 you had. Yeah. Ups and downs, and you you did hard work the whole time. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, like, what do you see? <laughs> you got through a very difficult year, yeah. and you never stopped. You worked the whole time. You got a great new position in life. So I'm like, if anyone deserves a real break, why not you? And Thanks, so I'm like, if we're going there, we're also going to a place that has a bitch and water park. So. <laughs> and this will come in handy with one of the gifts you got from your family. Exactly. So now, why don't we pass the torch and say to John what he got for Christmas. I gotta say, I know you're driving the ship, but I feel like I jumped on a moped and I'm right with you there. I'm, yeah, I'm you're riding totally next to you. riding. You're riding in like dirty. a sidecar. <laughs> Side bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, y- your gifts gifts were all completely unnecessary as well i would have been happy with dude wipes um so you got me a big rectangle as well right yep this big giant rectangle i'm like i have no idea what this is it's kind of squishy squish yeah fucking people don't have boxes anymore i went to like so many stores no boxes so i unwrap it and again i've almost i just realized you got each other two of the three so i needed not a new person I needed a new, <laughs> Merce. I need, needed a new bag for work, like a yeah. uh, strap, strap a bag with an over the shoulder bag. An over the shoulder bag. Mine's broke down, ripping apart. It's perfect. It's big enough. It can hold all my shit. It's a new leather one. John's extra pro fresh these days. Yeah. So I got him a new um, work bag, which is unbelievable. Looks so good. It like just I already feel like I'm dressing better these days. Now the bag is up there. And within that bag was the dude wipes. Yeah. And then inside that was a very long rectangle. Rectangle, yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? So I 
Aside from the dude Do wipes. Do you know? I didn't know, but aside from the dude wipes, there's really only one thing I wanted this year. Go. It was an Apple Watch. Yeah. And I wanted the Hermes. <laughs> but you didn't know it was Hermes. No, no. That's all I wanted. That's, yeah. I gave little hints, but I'm like, I never expected yeah. it because I know, I can only imagine how expensive it is. But I'm like, I want this so bad. <laughs> I just, I want it. I love Apple products. <laughs> it syncs up to your phone. You can do so many cool things like Fitbit yeah. stuff. It's safer if you're driving yeah. or if you're walking in the cold. You can check text messages. You can talk into it. Yeah. All these great things. Emails, phone calls. Like, that's all I really wanted. Yeah. I did not expect you to get it. I see this long rectangle and I'm like, think this might be it <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know that you got it for me got got it for me okay. at all and i opened it up and i like, lost my shit so <laughs> yeah. it, it wasn't just like the black strap interchangeable no. straps it was the cuff. the cuff hermes probably the nicest one next to a gold uh, apple watch i'll tell that story later <laughs> and i was like blown away i think i like jumped up to the happy totally dance did. i was like completely unnecessary but it was you're uh, a cool guy dressing all yeah. swagged out it was uh very very exciting so i think we did very very well we for ourselves very well for ourselves all in all it was a fantastic christmas for the two of us i think so but from there yeah we um i had to fly out to ottawa the next day Boo. you were gone for like five days so i'll quickly tell this story and then i gotta stop talking so i can recharge my mm -hmm. sick batteries but this christmas it was a green christmas and the only reason why I was happy for it to be a green Christmas because I was flying back with Porter. Yeah. Now, usually when you fly on Christmas, it's snow, my flight's delayed. I was very happy. I went in. My flight was at like 4 o'clock. Get to the airport like 2.30. Breeze through security. Don't get stopped. I'm in. I walk through the new tunnel. It's very cool. I get to uh, the lounge, and I'm checking my update, and it's like... Oh, not only is the flight on time, but, but but we're getting in 20 minutes early. Wow. I was like, hell yes. Yeah. This is great. Christmas time. Time goes on. Of course, I'm like, okay, we're supposed to board at 3.40. It's 3.35. Okay, I'll go take a quick uh, pee of my D. Come back out. 3.40. Yeah. No call. I'm like, okay. <laughs> 3.45, nothing. 3.50, we get an announcement saying, sorry, people, but there's a mechanical issue. How and is that? I was like, come on, it's not snowing That's outside. It's not snowing. I felt bad, of course, because my dad's picking me up yeah. at the airport. That's always the worst, when you're, like, anticipating a parental unit coming to get you. Yeah. It's like, like if you were just taking a cab, you'd be okay. Exactly. So I felt bad, and he's texting me. He's like, okay, is everything on time? Anyways, they say we're leaving, like, 30 or 40 minutes late, mm -hmm. but our flight still should get us there within the right amount of time because the winds are going with us. So yeah. Anyways, I just I was just frustrated because I was like, finally, December flight, yeah. that should get me in on time. I was still like 15, 20 minutes late. Yeah. Was the flight packed? It was packed. I liked and disliked the person I sat next Ugh. to. It was like this young buck who sat next to me, didn't talk to me at all, which Good. I liked. I would have cared for a, hey, how's it going? That's all I wanted. He just really? sat down next. I had the window. Wouldn't you just sit down next to you, though? I would have said, hey, how's it going? Oh, okay. I had the window. He, I came in first. He just plopped down, yeah. put his elbow next to mine. I'm like, all right. Did he see your Apple Watch, maybe? He may have. But then he gets up, and he just, like, darts down the aisle when we when we land. I'm like, So he doesn't want to even wait. Doesn't want to wait. Now all these people are darting down, too. So I'm like, people aren't letting me off when it's my turn. Aww. So anyways, get to Ottawa. It's pretty cold. Um, Pops Mounds there to pick me up. Mm -hmm. uh, he's very excited. Because he's like, hey, John, I just watched season one of Fargo. Aww. It's unbelievable. Great show. As you guys know, Fargo is my number two show of the year, season totally. two. I was like, well, guess what? Since I work for FX, I can tell you right now, 
December 26th, there's a season two marathon in Fargo. Ooh. Let me PVR every episode for you. Yeah. And then later on the podcast, we'll see if you enjoyed it or not. No. That's a little nice. foreshadowing. So go home, picks me up. It's great. It's the 24th. We ended up doing all of our Christmas gifts on the 24th, mm-hmm. which was quite nice. So my sisters were there. Mom and dad were there. I got a wonderful GoPro, which again was one of the other wow. things I needed. Which we can take to Bahamas. Take it down the water slides and everything. Yeah. Sisters got some great gift cards. So good. Which much needs. We need to buy a new couch. Uh, everyone just like spoiled me. We spoiled them. We all chipped in and got my mom a new iPad, which she Super loves. Super stoked. It was just great. We did that. And um, although my sister did not remember that rhino- rhinoceros storybook that we used no, to No, because it doesn't Christmas sound time. like a freaking Christmas story. Sounds I, like I, the fucking B-side to the Jungle Book. Well, I think there's a Jesus cameo. I'm not 100% sure. Why would Jesus be near a rhinoceros? It's the desert. He comes from the Why desert. Why are there rhinoceroses in the desert? They're water animals. And that's why he loses his skin. Because he can't find the water? Exactly. Are you thinking of a snake? No. <laughs> I don't read no snake books. <laughs> what, am I a redneck? <laughs> I'm more class than Sorry. <laughs> You're just a hunter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, that was a lot of fun. I love that. It's like, the one thing I wanted to do was, like, kind of do picture in picture. Like, the one show we watch is Master of None. Yeah. And it's, like, comparing the families. So, it's, like, your commute home with your dad. Like, how long was the whole, like, flight to Ottawa? Uh, 40 minutes. 40 minutes. My dad has never drove. So, my side, I ended up, I was going to take the train, but we had so many gifts to carry back um, to my parents' place, so my dad was really nice, and he's like, I'll come pick you up from Toronto. Having said that, my dad has never driven in Toronto in about two years, okay. and so it was possibly almost peak time of traffic that people were coming back. It took us about an hour and 30 minutes to get really? from our apartment back to uh, Mississauga, which is potentially longer than your flight. That was longer than so, my flight. So, very fucking crazy. <coughs> um, so... So that was a good Christmas day, slept in a bit, uh, played with some of my new gadgets. One of the things I like doing when I'm home is playing Wii Sports. Yeah. And so, so I was... So wait a second, though. What? You opened all your gifts on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh, I know. I'm just saying, do you guys typically do that? No. Why did you do that? Because that's what the big man said. No, because of what was happening on Christmas. What? Jen was cooking. That's what I was just getting to. Oh! <gasps> My older sister Jen and her husband Devin hosted us at their house, and they made a fantastic turkey. One of the better turkeys we all agreed over recent years. Nice. But I just wanted to say, I was playing Wii Golf against my dad, took on him and my sister. Yeah. I was kicking their ass so bad, or so good, that I'm doing shots like I'm getting crazy. I'm shooting over the woods. Yeah. My last shot of the game, yeah. do I not, when I'm putting, close my damn eyes? Do you think I made that shot? Make the shot, eyes closed. Beat them by, like, five strokes. You know, for somebody who's sick, you're a little bit of a cocky bastard. Well, oh, I lost at uh, tennis. <laughs> yeah. I kicked their ass at golf. Um, okay, so that's awesome. So that was good. Dinner was great. Uh, it was really nice that my sister and Devin hosted that. Much love to them. Turkey was good. Got to take turkey home and eat that for leftovers the next day. Did you guys make the mashed potatoes I made for you last year? Uh, no, but you know, you know what's weird? <laughs> what? I just, like, sat up weird. Yeah. <laughs> and I got, like, a sharp stabbing pain through my spine. Oh, no. Anyways. Why didn't you eat my potatoes? I don't know, because my sister is making shit. Oh, okay. I didn't do anything. Why didn't you help? You know how to make the potatoes. Because they were wanted to do it themselves. And you didn't want to help. I was watching the ridiculousness in the basement <laughs> with my dad. 
Eating crackers. Your TV in the basement works? TV in my sister's basement. Oh, okay. <laughs> so then the next day I went, uh, saw an old friend, Matt. We caught up, mm-hmm. hung out a bit. Mm-hmm. From there I drove around Canada to see my old, <laughs> saw Roel Mitchner, my old circle school. So it's like the, the very much like going back to the burb stopping grounds. Yeah. Listen to the gangster. That's where I really listened to that. <coughs> Jamie XX, young thug. Nice. She gonna jump on my dick and make it. You put your sunglasses on, like how you usually try and be a cool guy driving in the burbs. No, <laughs> but I went to Little Caesars and that was really good. And you ate a full hot and ready by yourself. I ate uh, six slices and had two more later on that night. <laughs> From there, I just had a nice relaxing day. Cut to Sunday, freezing rain. Me and my dad drive back to Toronto. It was a really good drive. We were listening to like. Like a really good XM station where it was all like classic rock, 60s and 70s. It had like so good. Rolling Stones, Super Tramp, The Who, Yes, The Beatles. Mm-hmm. So it was just like a fun ride back to Toronto. We had to take a brief intermission to uh, order some food. <laughs> so that, that basically was my trip to Ottawa. I'm kind of doing it quickly because I'm feeling sick these days. I'm feeling, I'm not, I'm feeling like you got to get back yeah. in this passenger seat. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be seat. a holiday if John and I didn't have Norwalk or just were having cold. Yeah. Um. So I guess like my holiday. Um, holiday. <laughs> I thought you were taking out of the driver's seat, John. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, we ended up, Um. as I said earlier, my dad picked me up and we drove back to my parents' place and then... My mom was still working, so we ended up chilling before we usually do Christmas Eve at my brother's house, my middle brother, Brandon's house. Yep. And so they usually have um, his wife, Kim. Um, she has her family over, and we obviously have all of our family over. And this was, like, really fun because Ben and Savannah are just another year older, so that's yep. our niece and nephew. And so we're playing with them and everything. And so I was really excited to go over there. Little did I know, and I hid it from my, the rest of my family, that I had a bit of a cold yeah. coming on to the holidays. But then my brother Brandon texted me saying that Benjamin was actually under the weather. Okay. And so we go over there, and, you know, I'm obviously, like, there's a couple of other kids, um, some of their friends... But for the most part, I'm hanging out with Ben because he's not feeling well. And so there's nothing sadder than a kid, kind of like a puppy, when they're, like, sick and whatnot. They can't vocalize what's wrong with them. So when Ben's sick, all he has is, like, puppy dog eyes, his, like, lower lips quivering. He's, like, cold and sweaty. Uh And he's, like, kind of, like, nuzzling up to you and everything. But then... To make matters worse, he was also had, like, a bit of the flu. Okay. And so I ended up taking him to the bathroom to throw up oh, twice. No. <laughs> and so on the third time, unfortunately, we were upstairs in the living room, and a bunch of people were blocking the route for him to the bathroom. Oh, no. So I didn't know what to do, and he was like, Val, Val. And so I literally just put my hands together like a cup. And he, yeah. like, vomited in my hand. Oh, my God. And so I'm like, that's when you know it's like you care about somebody when they can vomit on you. Yeah. I 100% think that's what it is. Yeah. So I felt so bad that this little guy is, like, super sick. And then he basically wanted me to put him to bed. And so it was really, really sweet. But then my brother was like, make sure you go take a shower so you don't get sick. Did little, you take a shower? No, obviously, because I was, like, so exhausted by the Contaminated. Right? And so fully contaminated. It wouldn't be Christmas if I didn't almost get Norwalk. Yeah. And so the next day, we're getting ready, 
And I said to my mom, I'll make the mashed potatoes. So Make the mashed potatoes. potatoes. So the Killer Miller mashed potatoes. And for those of you guys who haven't had them, they are delicious. And they have about 10 pounds of Philadelphia cream cheese and sour cream in them to make them glorious. Yeah. Um, So I made that for our family to take over to my eldest brother's house for our Christmas um, at their place. And so... Despite Ben being sick, despite me being clandestinely sick, despite Savannah starting to get a cold, and everyone, I think, like, just a little exhausted, we all went over to Carl and Beth's house, which was amazing, and so we all were kind of just, like, running around and playing. Ben seemed in better spirits, but then we ended up Skyping my mom's side of the family in England, Mm -hmm. and it's always chaos, you know, when you try and Skype people. Like, we try to Skype you, and I just felt like it was so intense, like... (laughs) People are flying in and out of the picture. There's, like, so many, like, moving parts happening and whatnot. So we spoke to them for, like, I think, like, 20 minutes. And then I have never been part of a more chaotic opening present scenario. Really? No. Like, last year when you opened the presents with all of us and Ben was, like, still young. But Savannah obviously didn't do much yet. Yeah. It was chaos. Right. Right? Most of the dinners we go to now with my family are chaos. (laughs) Yeah. This was on another level. It felt like the scene in the Griswolds Christmas (laughs) vacation where that squirrel comes, like, flying through that Christmas tree. That's what it felt like, except the squirrel this time was Savannah. (laughs) Always always nice when you can relate your uh, niece to an animal. Totally. And so the weird thing was Savannah was like had to take her nap, but she didn't want to. So she was freaking out that she wanted to stay in the action. And then there was like in my regular family, there's five of us. So then add two for the in-laws plus two little kids. So there's nine people in the family room all running around in their own accord Papers flying everywhere. Music is playing. Like, I think we heard the same She and Him song, like, five times. Oh, my God. And, like, papers going everywhere. Ben's, like, trying to, like, open presents. And, like, Savannah's just running through paper and knocking over garbage bags and stuff like that. I don't think we all opened up all of our presents or acknowledged the people who gave each of the presents. Because to the point where when we came home... I still had presents I hadn't opened, and I had zero recollection of what we got. Mm-hmm. And I still ended up taking, like, all of your presents home in addition to some of mine that I hadn't opened. And then accidentally I took an entire box of my parents' presents home that they hadn't opened. Oh, really? Like, that's how chaotic it was. Then we're like, okay, let's do Christmas dinner. And so Carl and Beth, like, prepared a really amazing meal but we're all eating it, and I think it was just, like, trying to make sure the little kids ate properly. Yeah. And so we're all running around trying to, like, make, um, trying to eat the food. And so Carl even forgot to serve one course of the really? meal. Like, clearly in our family, we eat, like, the first course, and then there's, like, a secondary course after we finish all, like, yeah. what I quote-unquote call the caker food. <laughs> and so um, we didn't eat any of that. And okay. so then afterwards we're like, okay, let's... Um, do, like, drinks and everything, and we do all that. I think we were there for, like, eight hours, and I was, like, exhausted. I'm exhausted just hearing about it. Totally exhausted by the time I got back. And so the point of the matter was, was that in real life, I would be driving home on Boxing Day to see John because you would be coming back. But because you were staying in Ottawa another day, I was like, okay, well, why don't I just stay in Oakville and Mississauga? So I ended up driving back to Carl and Beth's house the next day, 
to, like, hang out with them and, like, play with Savannah and Ben for the rest of the day, which was, like, a lot of fun, except I still wasn't feeling the greatest. Right. Um, and so that was really fun, but in between all that, I got to, like, watch a lot of, um, not Netflix necessarily, but a lot of really great movies were on Slice. Nice. The only movie I didn't see... Ghost of Girlfriends Past. No, The Holiday! You don't, you have it on DVD. I know, but it's not the same when you're watching it in real time. Let me see if it's on Netflix. Keep going. The one movie I did watch, in, like, no particular chronological order, I never caught it from the beginning... Was um oh my god what is it called the not the Christmas man the one with Nicolas Cage Jack Frost the one where he turns into a snowman you're thinking Michael Keaton Uh, yes the holiday is on Netflix yeah um Nicolas Cage is in a Christmas movie yeah and it's it's basically Con um, Air no back for more Con Air too it's like Jingle All the Way back for more are you talking about Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger no hold on pause it. So he was in 2000s of The Family Man with T. Leone. Do you remember this movie? Yeah, I do. And it's with Don Cheadle. And basically it's like Miracle on 34th Street, but in like a contemporary setting. Yeah. I absolutely love this movie. And so I think I watched it over the Christmas holiday at any given point five times, but never saw it all the way through. Uh, I'll give away the ending. It turns into a snowman at the end. Fuck you. On the Fassbender scale, oh, come on now. I give it a solid 10 out of 10 for holiday fun. Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fassbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get 8 because that white boy crazy. So I think it was like really, really fun. But then I realized I was a little bit sick. So when my mom and dad dropped me home, I was so zonked. And then you came home... Maybe, like, a couple of hours after I got home. Yeah. Um, and it was really sweet. I got to see your dad, which was awesome, because he came down for a high school reunion yeah. with his friends. And so we ended up chilling and just, like, watching TV for a bit. Yeah. Um, but then we went out for dinner with your dad later on, and we actually watched the hockey game. Yeah. And the Sens won, thank fucking God. One of the only games the only they won. Only game nowadays. they won. Um, but we ended up watching the hockey game and then going out for dinner with your dad to this new restaurant in College Park called Scatterbush. Yeah, Scatterbush. It was uh, it was a lot of fun that night. Yeah. Just hung out, had some drinks, ate some good Italian mm-hmm. food. I had mm-hmm. some good za. Mm-hmm. And um, this is a good place to tell a couple of quick Pops Mountain stories, Go I think. for it. So that was, what, Sunday? Yeah. Monday, he goes, he has his high school reunion thing. Tuesday, he gives me a call. And he's like, oh, hey, John, how's it going? Uh, should I leave out the one mate... Leave out the uh, thing he was having an issue with. No, you can tell him. So we uh, we kind of convinced him because we're we we like Apple products a lot. Clearly, as I got the Apple Watch. Yeah. We're like, oh, we have Apple TV. Yeah. We just bought your brother Apple t- the new Apple Totes. TV for his um, Christmas. We just bought ourselves the brand new yeah. Apple TV. We're like, we think you would be good with yeah. the Apple TV because you can get Netflix. You can put on the Apple TV, put on There's the new like iPad. Video games, you can stream all your this music, stuff. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So he calls me to tell me he had a no he's having no luck with the Apple TV. <laughs> Can't set it up. Yeah. Not working. Maybe it's, we'll tell him how quickly you set yours up. Oh, this I'll get way. I'll get to that. <laughs> so he's all these issues. He, yeah. He actually called you almost every day. Yeah, he called Apple, he called Rogers. Yeah. Long story short, he's returning the Apple TV. Totally. Uh, not to rub it in or make him feel bad or what, yeah. but we got our new Apple TV today. Yeah. Even it start when I when I first turned it on yeah. to set it up, 
the person speaking English, it's, or no, sorry, the person speaking Spanish. Totally, it's like, it's in hola, Spanish. senor. It's in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So I don't speak or read Spanish. You want to yeah. know how long it took me to, to set it up and change it to English? Go. Five minutes. <laughs> Five minutes and I'm on Netflix already. So I don't know what you're doing, I don't know Dad. what your dad's doing. Five minutes and this is in Spanish. Yeah. So I really also oh. need to learn not to take that personally because I was like, why did he return it? Oh, whatever. It just wasn't working it out. It wasn't working out. That's all right. He tried it out. Yeah. Apple's giving him a full refund, which is great. Totes. Awesome place to, uh, awesome company. So he told me a funny story. He did his, his high school reunion. Most of the people didn't even know he was coming. That's so he said awesome. it went over really well. He said he met this one lady who was married to one of his friends who actually knew my sister through Whoa. school. Which is a small world. He also told me, I think I forgot to tell you. Ooh, the pizza's here. Hold on a second. Hi, apartment 605. It's cold in here. It's cold. We just, we took a quick uh, break. To dinner di- break. Dinner break and ate some pizza and the Suns are now losing one nothing. <laughs> so we're like, F this shit. Whoa. We just saw an episode of House Hunters International mm-hmm. where there was like 9,000 ants yeah, in our bathroom. Disgusting. Gross. But what I was saying about my dad, and this is a Pops Melon segment. Yeah. So after his reunion, he said he was staying at this hotel I forget where it was, but he was saying, I think Richmond he's, Hill. Yeah, I think he was having breakfast, and all of a sudden, like, a SWAT team burst in or something what? like that. I think you they didn't were, tell me this. They were, like, arresting somebody, like, this whole what? SWAT team Can broke in, and my dad's like, what? Richmond Hill? And then he drove home. Did he look like a gangster? I think so, yeah. Oh. But he drove home in, like, this huge ice storm as well, and he said he saw, like, tractor trailers on the side of the road. Yeah. And it was, like, I remember, like, John and I were just watching TV, and then we were turning around, and it was, like... <laughs> downpour snowing and we're like holy shit yeah and then i think it ended up being like a foot of snow in what could be like like an hour exactly right so it was like super bad and then it started like hailing and freezing rain like it was not a good evening so he gets home and i'm talking to him on the phone and and he's like okay i did this this happened he's like i was like oh he's like i gotta tell you i'm really liking the new season of fargo hold on what Put in the disclaimer here. The following podcast contains spoilers about our favorite and not-so-favorite TV shows and movies of 2015. If you don't want plot lines ruined, download previous episodes 1 through 111. Listener discretion is advised. Oh, I'm not going to put it in. There's no, we're not going to spoil anything. Oh, yeah. I like the disclaimer. And no, no need for it here. We're not going <laughs> to spoil anything. You suck. No. You suck. I'm not putting it in. Oh. I'm not writing it down. Write it down. Yes. No. Thank you. I'm too sick to put in things. I just need to edit this thing. You take over the editing driving no. as well. Did I make you a poster in an hour? I did, I did. Yeah, once every 12 weeks. You're right. <laughs> so he's like, I really like Fargo. I'm like, yeah. How much? He's like, it's really interesting how they do it backwards, though. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, in the first episode, this happens to this person, this thing happens to this. I'm like... He's like, this guy dies, this yeah. person dies. I was like... They told the story of Hans. No, don't, don't say it. You don't have to say anything. That's why we don't need a disclaimer here. I just like the disclaimer. <sighs> so anyways, I'm like, Dad, that's not the first episode. That's the last episode you watch. <laughs> Apparently he watched four or five in a row, like backwards. <laughs> watch the finale. So he didn't look at the date. So in the PVR, I PVR'd it. The last episode's at the top, and the first episode's at the bottom, because yeah. the PVR's first. And he was watching it in reverse order, so he basically, like, ruined the whole show for himself. I can't remember the... So, I only have one other person who's done the same thing for a really amazing series. 
Um, what was the season of Breaking Bad where Hank figures out it's Walt? It's like the first episode of the last season. Last season? Okay, so the final one, um, at my old work, my friend Chad, he was watching Breaking Bad and he decided to wait for all the episodes to be done and like boycott social media and so he had it on his apple tv and just the same as how your dad did he watched the last episode of the previous season first because he saw um when hank figured out that it's walt which was the finale of the like season six Right? And so he watched that first, and we're all like, whoa, you already finished it? Yeah. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, that's the finale. He's like, no, it's not. It's the first episode. They're going back in time. And I was like, no, they're not. That's how Uh it ends. And he's like, no. (laughs) So he had to go back and rewatch it because he was watching them out of order, too. And I'm like, Breaking Bad could actually be, like, the best series on television. And I felt, like, horrible for him. Well, at least my dad's not the only one. Then. No, it's him and Chad. He yeah. could be the same person. Well, uh, before we move on to a few more things this week, should we just talk quickly a couple TV shows? Yeah. So what did you, you finally finished Fargo Season 2. Oh, my God. Well, without giving stuff away yeah. again, what did you think overall? I actually really, really liked it. I think, like, what is it, Metacritic gave it, like, 9.9 out of 10. Wow. Totally 100% agree with that. On the Fastbender scale, no Fastbenders. I give it... 9.5 out of 10. Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fassbenders do you get out of 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get 8 because that white boy crazy. Me too, so there's only one. one <laughs> I'm too sick to do stings. I already got written down six stings I got put in here today. I actually really liked it. I thought the pacing was incredible, and once I actually understood the accents, I thought it was really tightly written. I thought it was the perfect... Um, balance between like black comedy and drama yeah um the pacing was great even though she bothers me i thought kristen dunce was like outstanding in it i think she should be nominated landry from friday night lights his character like them as a couple was outstanding for sure and like lou oh lou Lou salverson yeah salverson such a badass exactly what season do you like better one or two definitely two and you don't overtly need to watch season one to watch season two it's kind of a standalone Mm-hmm. Should we quickly talk about another show we're watching yeah. now? So what do you think? I'm sure everyone's read about it or watched it, but we're in the midst of watching Making a Murderer. Ooh. So it's kind of like a Fargo, actually. Exactly. Um, so I, when people... For those of you guys... Hold on, can you pause it? So Making a Murderer is a Netflix original series, and John had actually previously watched two episodes by himself, and then we kind of had been hearing a lot of hype about it from, like, friends of friends and seeing posters and a lot of people freaking out about this series on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so the premise of this um, series is it's filmed over a 10-year period. Making a Murderer is an unprecedented real-life thriller about Stephen Avery, a DNA exoneree who, whilst in the midst of exposing corruption in local law enforcement, finds himself as the prime suspect in a grisly new crime. Set in America's heartland, the series takes viewers inside a high-stakes criminal case where reputation is everything and things are never as they appear. Ooh. So, I think the one thing is, the first two episodes, like, you kind of think it's going to be, like, The Jinx, which was that HBO six-part series we watched, um, a f- like a couple seasons ago, I guess now, but, um, it was outstanding. It was only six episodes, about an hour, hour and 20 a piece, maybe. This one is 10 episodes, I believe, 10 or 11 yeah, or something. 10. 
And we watched the first two, and I felt like they gave away... We're not going to tell everybody, because we also haven't finished the series. Yeah. We thought it was, they kind of gave away a lot in the first episode. I'm like, what the hell do I need nine more episodes for? And then the second episode kind of was a little slow moving as well. Yeah. I'm like, I don't really see the point of this, but we're like, yeah. okay, we'll watch one more episode and see what we think. Because everyone's yeah. like, maybe this is one of those series that everybody... Hypes up, hypes up, hypes up so much. Yeah. And then we just don't like it because we're hipsters that way. Right. Having said that, we watched the third episode and we're hooked. Hooked. So, like, it literally picks up and to the point where you are so stressed out watching Making a Murder. Excuse me. You either want to, like, slap the screen or, like, go into it and, like, shake everybody who's testifying against the yeah. Stephen Avery guy just, or you want to shake Stephen Avery like you just don't know you don't know you're kind of on his side because you're like oh this town seems really corrupt yeah but are they is this a coincidence yeah. that this guy spent 18 years in jail and now he comes out and he's not messed up yeah. from it he's not committing crimes he wasn't no perfect angel before no he, he wasn't in. but it was like small town small like just like an easy, simple life kind of thing. I know. I, I feel like the hipster side of me wants to agree with the cops now. I don't why? know why. Oh. No, no, no. At this, this point, the guy looks like he's getting fucked over. Oh, he's totally getting fucked over. I think the cool thing is, though, is that we watched this, like, it kind of plays out like a Fargo. Yeah. Which was nice to watch Fargo first because it's like the dramatization of a story of that nature that kind yeah. of escalates out of control. Yeah. And this is a real life story all told with recreate, not recreation, all told with, like, um, testimonial and archive footage. Yeah. It's outstanding. And I don't know how it ends at all. Like, I've tried to, like, dodge everyone yeah, and everything. Here. There's so, so many twists and turns. It's just, it's like true crime stories, yeah. like serial, jinx, yeah. making a murderer. That's, that's what people want, real-life drama. You know what, though? I thought about this, and I kind of made the comment at Ferris's birthday when we were there over the weekend. I'm like, you know what? Maybe this is where the money is in. We're all talented people. Maybe if we investigated a case, the weird one that happened in Toronto, and wrote it, and then we could go shoot it, then that would be our quote-unquote Netflix series. True, but I'd rather make a Netflix, Netflix restart. I'd rather make a Netflix series about me and you. Fuck other people. What? We're more interesting. We already have 12 seasons almost worth of content. 10 seasons worth. Well, we'll have 12. That's just the narcissistic six god in me. Well, <laughs> right? But uh, anyway, anyway, so then we ended up watching that, so we definitely want to watch it. Um, we have like three more episodes to go, I think. I forgot to mention one really cool gift that I got from my dad for Christmas. Yeah. Well, two really cool gifts. It goes along with the plaque. He made us... Two really great posters. Yeah. Of uh, all the cover arts of the Live at 605 totally. season. Even some of the hidden cover arts. Even the hidden cover arts. So I'm going to have to post this picture as well. Totally. He's got everything from season one through ten, along with the Halloween episode and the Pride, and the Pride special. Ooh. And you know, I always complain about Subway, how I want them to give me one free yeah. cookie. Did I not get from my dad three free oh, Subway I cookies, know. which is pretty I badass. I know. I ate them all that night. I was on the phone call when he was trying to, like, put together this whole hoist. Oh, word. Yeah, bud. So, uh, some good 605 swag out there, guys. Totally. Turning this place into a museum, almost. <laughs> it is. I do feel like we'll have a 605 archive, eventually. Well, I think we got 112 episodes of archives. <laughs> um, what you call it? The weird thing is, is, like, when you think about when we're 80... Yeah. Or something in listening to this? Yeah. Are we going to be like, oh, look at us as crazy kids doing some crazy hijinks? Probably. Because I do think this is like a video diary. Oh, like today at work, my friend David, because he listens to the podcast now, and he was asking, he's like, 
Because I was like, oh, why don't you do a podcast and you can be part of our network? And he's like, I don't know what to talk about. Ooh. And I was like, guy, we talk about like half the time we talk about anything that Real happens. Real life stories. Real life stories. And it'd be crazy to think in like 50 years going back and listening to us, like what we sound like. Well, let's like, go back happening. two years ago from March 2013. Like who knows what we were talking exactly. about. Exactly. Everybody go back to March 2013, download an episode. What album cover is that? <laughs> Which one? Facing. <laughs> Which one, the fat Future? guy? Future, yeah. <laughs> that's that's uh, Bloodhound Gang. Okay. Hefty fine. <laughs> Sorry. Our screensaver popped up. No, not thought, that one. Which one? This one. Oh, that's Israel <laughs> Kalukili. Oh, the uh, um, ukulele guy. Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> of fat guys on there. Uh, okay. Quick question. UGK, was that sound for? Underground. Underground Kings. Featuring Bun B and Pimp. C. There you go. Ooh. So why don't we fast forward to New Year's? Wait, I didn't get to tell my fun Apple story. Yeah, tell your fun Apple story. What? You were with me. I know, I forgot. <sighs> so to match John's blinged out Apple Watch I got him, I wanted to get my own Apple Watch for the new year. And because I'd never try one on, I thought <coughs> we should go to the Apple store um, at the Eden Center to try some on. And so we go there and we're looking through the cage and I'm like, I'm a big believer in rose gold. And gold. Like, when I was younger, I liked a lot of silver. Now I'm into gold on my skin tone. Queen B. Queen B. And so we were looking through the cage, and I saw, like, John's watch. I saw, like, sports ones. I saw silver ones. And then I saw, like... Silver bells. Right. Then I played that for a piano recital ones. Hmm. Then I saw, like, some gold um, head face ones. Okay. And I was like, oh, I really like this one with, like, a white band. Um, and then, like, the gold face on it. And so we call over one of the girls, like one of the worker people. Very nice lady. Very nice lady. And we're like, hey, um, is it possible to try on this watch? Yeah. Okay. And then she's like, yeah, totally. She's like, any other ones? And I'm like, yeah, this watch. And it was one of the stainless steel ones. Yeah. And so she's like, um, okay, yeah, totally. She's like, let me go get you guys some stools. And we're like, what? Like, why yeah. would we need stools? Like, you, we've never sat at the Apple store and we've bought anything. Yeah. And so the store is bumping. It is so busy at this point. So I'm like, it feels weird that we would sit down For knowing sure. that we're sitting around a bunch of other people standing. Yeah, it was like a hobo next to us checking his Facebook. Yeah, he was like ridiculously typing. Yeah. Like, did you see him? He was like, I don't know, like yeah, a mad scientist. All the angel dust he was so, on. So all of a sudden, like, we're sitting on these stools and we're just like hanging out, hanging out. And like, the girl gets handed like two boxes and a security guard comes. Yeah, like, what? What? And so I thought that the security guard was there for the hobo. That's what I us. thought too. And so she's like, okay, let's try on this one. And so she puts it on me. Yeah. And so I'm like, ooh, it feels so nice and heavy. And I like heavier watches. And she's like, oh, you need to wear it tighter. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I kind of like wearing my watches looser. Yeah. And so we're just like hanging out and talking. And I was like, oh, I really like it. And I'm like, how much is it? And she's like, 22. And in my head, I took it as 2200. Yeah, which I'm like, okay, it's reasonable that's for reasonable. That's reasonable that's to me. That's maybe justifiable. Right? It's an Apple that. Watch. It, it's a bit more expensive. Yeah. It's got a lot of shit on it. So then she's like, oh, no, like 22000 <gasps> And I was like, um, take it off, take it take off, it, damn, it, take it, it off. It. So little did I know that the cop was actually there for us, yeah. not for the hobo in front of me playing on the MacBook. Exactly. And so then I was like, um, let me try on this other watch, which yeah. was substantially cheaper, yeah. but never again will I ever wear something $22,000. I've never even, well, I guess I've seen 22000 like for a car. Yeah, that's the think, thing. Think about that for a second. You're wearing a $22,000 watch. That's like Jose Batista style that's watch the thing. or something. It's like, who buys this shit? 
even in your Kim K like Vegas dream. Yeah, Kim, she would have she, a Vegas. Yeah, she would have it. Twenty two. How did it feel though wearing it? Oh my god, it felt amazing. But I was so out. terrified. And then I'm like, oh my god, I was like, does two things ran through my mind. Yeah. One of which you claimed later. Yeah. We look the part to yeah. get a twenty two thousand dollar watch for sure, which made me feel good. The next part that made me feel shitty was that we couldn't fess up with $22,000 to buy it. Well, I'm sh- maybe we could, but that'd be a poor investment on our part. What do you mean? We could, like, do things with it. Like, not pay our rent? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if you bought it for, like, one day and returned it? Yeah, that'd be cool. I wonder if you, if there, if you could do yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, what's the return policy on a 22K watch? Yeah, it's like, uh, you die if you try to bring it back. We kill you. So I just thought that that yeah. was like a little banana. No, I, wish I, tr- I wish I tried it on. I know, but that was the thing. I'm like, I will never have this opportunity again. Well, we can just go back and try it on again. No, no, no. But I mean, like, I don't think I'll ever wear something that's $22,000. That's like Oscar like jewelry. I don't know. That's Spatty Daddy was kind of expensive. <laughs> Put it in your pocket. I'm not saying it's twenty two k worth, but uh, Spatty Daddies don't come cheap. That was the only time in my life I felt slightly materialistic. Yeah, it's a gold Apple Watch. Who wouldn't want a gold Apple I Watch? I guess so. It's badass. Okay, so then pressing on. So that was one day over the holidays, and then we ended up on New Year's Eve. We our plans were to help dear friends Baki Man yeah. and Tesla. But, but, but. Um, move to their new one-bedroom place together because they are cohabitating now. Very exciting. Which was awesome. So we got the call, and it was like, it was cold, right, that day, but it wasn't super cold no, it wasn't in the too morning. too bad, considering it was December 31st, and yeah. today's minus 25. Yeah, it was definitely, it, no, it was like two degrees outside, maybe, zero with the wind chill. Yeah. And so we get to Tesla's place, and it was actually really good. She had two other friends yeah. um, helping us there at the same time, so there was yeah. like a solid group of yeah, us. There was like good, six good of us. Yeah. Um, it was really great. We finished at, te- <laughs> we finished at Tesla's place at like 12... 30, yeah. 1 o'clock, and they took us to this great bagel joint. Yeah, we gotta go get a new Boogle now in yeah. honor of these great bagels. It was like a Montreal-style bagel oh, place. And I so the cool thing was, was that she lived in the beaches, and because we don't really go to the beaches no. that often, it was like super cute, like coffee places and everything. Yeah. So that was awesome, but from there, then we had to drive up to... Their new place, yeah. right, <clears throat> to go and move all her stuff in because we only had the one moving truck. And we still had to get stuff out of Sean's place. Yeah. <clears throat> so the crazy thing is, I don't know how you felt, but I was like delirious at this point in the car. And I'm like, have we been driving for what feels like an hour? It started to snow a bit. And this is the the day before is when I started to get yeah. sick. This so is I like, clearly got John sick. Yeah. So <laughs> this is the first day of me being full-blown sick, yeah. you being full-blown sick. And it, it was I was just, already full blown sick. Yeah, you were already full blown sick. It was. I know that drive felt like it was long. So we're going to like different. I know. I was we like, where are those, we? We drove past my own old Centennial College. Oh, totally. I was like, where are we? Have, <laughs> are we on like a fucking road trip with strangers? Like, yeah. it was bananas. Like, I yeah. felt like we were driving for two hours at that point. It was really only about twelve minutes. Twelve minutes, and so we get to the other place, and we're like unloading all their stuff, and then. It was great. Like, we did a walk down to Sean's place. Yeah. So that was good because then it was like, but it got really cold. Then, yeah, I was, I was the only one wearing a real big winter jacket. No, we all dressed to, like, with layers to, like, move stuff. Yeah. And we weren't dressed really well. 
for the weather because we're like, oh, we're going to get clearly hot moving everything. Mm-hmm. And so Sexy. I was like, oh. right? I was inappropriately dressed as I oh. usually am. Yeah. And then we had no gloves. No this is gloves. like the first time you didn't bring your gloves. I, know, I just didn't bring them, but oh, not rocket. Uh, <laughs> yeah, all, all you all, fluff in your eyebrows. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying over here. Right. I'm stuffed up. It's late. I got to edit in 12 stings. Yeah, you do. But overall, the, the move went pretty well. Yeah. Went, um, it was great. Their new apartment has a sick view of yeah. Toronto. You see the CN Tower. Yeah. Uh, it was a good bunch of us who moved, but it ended uh, like around dinner time or so, like right? Like seven. So by then I was pooped, like yeah, already we were, were sick. Zonked. We were sick. Now we're, we're like, sore. We're sore, and like the funny part was, oh yeah, the day before Ben came over, yeah, and so um, Benjamin was feeling better, which was really great. But John and I were feeling like shit, and so he wanted to walk. Um, Brandon wanted to walk down a Bloor Street to go to HMV. So John and I ended up actually like carrying Ben all down Young Street. So yeah, so we were already sore from that. We we're already sore from carrying a sack of potatoes down Young Street. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that that was our New Year's. So the sad part was was that a uh, dear friend of the podcast, super fan Chris, um, he was him and Becca were actually throwing a house party at their place. Um, in Whitby, but unfortunately, because we were feeling so exhausted, and by the time we would get our shit together, we would be, like, super late, so we were like, um, we're gonna have to pass on that, yeah. and so we actually ended up staying in on New Year's, I cooked us dinner, cooked us. we didn't even order, we didn't in, or even order in or anything, we, we were, were that exhausted, we got home, we were just, like, freezing, and I was so and cold, and then, yeah, we are just like, okay, let's just watch TV, but then you had the great idea, we were like, let's rewatch Mad Max, mm-hmm. which was awesome, so we ended up watching Mad Max, and I still felt equally as stressed out watching it in our house as I did in the theater. Yeah, I found I liked the guys on the poles almost better than the guy at the wow. guitar. It was so much fun. I could honestly rewatch it again today. Oh, yeah, Hundro. Like, even, like, Benoit hasn't seen it on a bigger screen than his laptop, so we were like, oh, if we watch it again, we can watch it with him. But um, the craziest thing was the movie ended. Turn it off, turn on the TV. Yeah. It was literally 11.59 and 40 seconds. We, we got just in time for the New Year's totally. countdown. Watched the ball drop. Yeah. Big fan of balls dropping. Uh, did our New Year's thing. You're really <laughs> gross today. And uh, we basically went to bed after that. Yeah. No, we didn't. We watched Making a Murder. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> and so I think the weird thing is, is that for us, and we've said it before, is like New Year's is not necessarily the biggest holiday to us. We're like very much more Halloween people, birthday people. Yeah. Um, and we have done really big soirees for New Year's. Like two years ago was the legendary one at the Gladstone where we all got like annihilated and danced on stage. Yeah. Um, which was super fun. But yeah, this year we're just like, we were just in so much pain and freezing. We didn't yeah. do anything. Um, but then the next day we went to my parents' place. Yeah. Let's just wrap this up because we're getting close to the end there. <laughs> okay, John. Okay, John. When I'm sick, though, we have to do full two-hour podcasts. Never do full two-hour podcasts. We always do, like, long podcasts when I'm sick. I've been sick know. for all of December. All right, keep going. Shut your face. We go to my family's place, and we eat dinner, and because John wants to rush, I'm going to say then the next day was Ferris's birthday, and no. we came home. Keep going. Tell, you got no. funny stories. You tell your story. No, you have to, you have to tell the funny Mortal Kombat story. Which one? The one that's the reason why it's the band of the week. Yeah, that's why. You want to rush through it, but yeah, it originated there, didn't it, John? (laughs) Little off podcast conversation there. (laughs) 
<laughs> you have a fantastic story about your parents' house. So no, it's not. Go. It's not. It's another paranormal story. Yeah, exactly. Tell it. So at, we're playing with Benjamin in the basement, and this kid has no fear whatsoever. Like he is not scared of the dark or anything. And F, and just like a throwback, a few episodes ago, you told us. How when you were like six years old, you saw a ghost in your room. Yeah. And in this house. In this so, house. And all you need so to know. I'm still scared as an adult of my parents' basement. Like it's all done except for the laundry room where the furnace and stuff is. But like if we're wandering around by our like by myself or it's dark, I'm still shit scared. Uh, of course, I'm scared right now and all the lights are on. Okay, so then this kid is like fearless, wandering around pitch black, going into the laundry room with the furnace, kind of like Home Alone where it makes the sounds and everything. And we're playing in the hallway, and he goes and opens a closet, yeah. right? And all of a sudden, what we, me and John, think he says is, Val, I see a little boy in the closet. <laughs> and and both, both of us like freak out, and we're like, ah! So I'm like, oh my god, he sees a little Indian boy yeah. in the closet. And so then we're like, oh my god. But then luckily he said, I see a little ball yeah. in the closet. And we're like, oh my god, thank god. Right? Because Ben comes out of the woodwork saying some of the fucking craziest shit. <laughs> and so it does freak me out that he sees ghosts. Or he is a ghost. Well, I'm pretty sure he's not a ghost. And he's, not, he's never even seen it. But he's never seen a ghost. We don't know that. You know those times where Ben just like stares at you? Yeah. He's looking through you. Maybe I mean, there's a ghost behind you. Or maybe you're a ghost and you're in purgatory. Oh. This whole podcast is purgatory. Oh, maybe it is like purgatory. But yeah, that day we were both feeling sick still and it was like a good amount of people. I got yeah. to partake in some of the craziness that is... <laughs> Holiday at the Gomez's house, things flying everywhere. Uh, it was a lot of fun though. Fourteen nice. chairs, strangers showing up. Nice of them to host us yeah. for sure, which was good. And you opened more birthday more presents. More birthday presents. I swear, your birthday lasts a month. No, it doesn't. Um, from do it's it lasted twenty fifteen stretch over to twenty sixteen. Maybe this year is the year of kitchen appliances. We got a waffle maker. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> but, very sexy waffle very maker. Very sexy waffle maker. But you made me waffles on Sunday. Yeah. So that was delicious. Um, so but yeah, so then the other part was while we were playing hide and go seek, and I'm already scared of the basement, and I'm hiding with Ben. All I hear is John saying, "Get over here." <laughs> I don't know why. But we're, I was just thinking of like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Any guy who grew up in the 90s, yeah. if you're a kid or you're a boy, even if you're a girl, but mainly guys, you'll know this. Mortal Kombat, I forget which character even says it. <laughs> One of the main guys, his like catchphrase was, get over here. <laughs> and so I just kept trying to like scare you guys. And so it's so scary, especially if you can't see John seeing it. But when you're I, like hiding in the dark. When I say it, I just sound like Randy Macho Man Savage. It's not, it's not know, like I'm like, like saying, get I over here, darling. No, that's less scary. It's get over here. <laughs> you I sound like, like an ogre. <laughs> get over here and put your finger in my butt. You say it one day, it's going to happen <laughs> some, from a stranger. going to put something, something in Something in your butt. Not me, but no. somebody. Um, my luck, I'm going to be at the airport. It's going to be like... Angel dust crack yeah, rock. Oh, yeah, that selfie stick up your butt. <laughs> um, so then, anyway, so then all of a sudden I hear Ben trying to say it too. He's like, get over here. <laughs> right? Get and over so here. I don't know how this became the anthem of the whole We kept saying it. Like, but then, okay, fast forward, we go to Ferris's birthday. 
Ferris just turned 28, so she did a big Jesus birthday Christ. dinner. I know, baby Ferris. Um, she just turned 28, so she did a huge birthday dinner at Alcatrine in the distillery district where we had our friend Jay and Taryn's wedding. Yeah. And so it was awesome Mexican dinner, but we're sitting at the table, and it's like John, me, um, what you ever call it? Uh, Sean. No, Tesla, Lori, da- on one side. Maddie. And then on the other side, it's Danny, Sean, Maddie, and Christina. And so we're all telling, like, God knows what story. And then we bring up this Mortal Kombat one. And, like, I was like, yo, have you guys seen Mortal Kombat? And then and they're and like, you're like, are you guys familiar with this saying? And I just go, get over here. <laughs> right? And then Sean's like, get over here. <laughs> so, like, Sean, Danny, and Daniel yeah, they all, all burst out laughing. I'm still laughing because it's hilarious. But then, like, the girls are all just, like, dying. Like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And then they all just keep yelling, like, different sayings from Mortal Kombat. Right? Get over here. <laughs> right? so we're Fatality. All like, yeah. So we're all just dying of laughter then fast forward fast forward great party at ferris's yeah. i get to work today and it's at the end of the day where like the oxygen is clearly like dissipated out of like our good, area good word. right and so we are sitting in the area and i started telling david listener of the podcast lou and a new friend of the podcast carolyn about like john saying this and i'm like yo guys did you watch mortal Kombat?" <laughs> And they're like, what? And then Carolyn's like, uh, yeah. And so she's like, I had to do my Grady dance jazz recital to the theme of Mortal Kombat. I'm like, so you'll love this. And I'm like, do you remember the characters yelling, get over here? Get over here. Right? And so, like, everyone just burst out laughing. And then I was like, yo, we got to go on YouTube and find this song. So, like, it's so good. If you're a 90s kid, you know this You know this anthem. And so then I start telling them. And so, like, the weird thing, the six degrees of separation for Mortal Kombat is I've only played Mortal Kombat once. Right. Because I played it at Heathrow Airport when I was about 13 years old on the way to go see my grandma or on the way. No, I'm lying. On the way to go see my other grandma in Goa. Okay. Grandparents at the time. And so I ended up having a seizure oh my playing God. Mortal Kombat at Heathrow Airport. So I never even got to get to the part where it's like, fight engage or something. Scorpion. Yeah, right? Johnny Cage. Right? Liu Kang. Yeah. And so that's the thing. It's like, I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> oh, but yeah. That's the movie. No, but I know the music and everything. Because it's like the best like techno music ever. Yeah. And so we start playing it. But in the song, yeah. somebody actually says, get over, get over here. Yeah, that's just like a guy talking. <laughs> like, so, Scorpion. So Johnny Cage. <laughs> so Sonia. I felt like it was quintessential to our age demographic, but of they course. were all dying of laughter with this story. Well, even so, Sean's like, I'm gonna go home and watch Mortal Kombat. Like, yeah, that movie's the bomb. <laughs> I love that movie. So I feel like uh, we should tribute to Mortal Kombat this week for all those ninety kids listening. You literally drove this right to the finish line and parked it perfectly parallel because there's no better segue to the band of the week. Go. You just did it perfectly. Who is it? Well, it was going to be St. Lucia, but now it's the Mortal Kombat theme song. Who sings it? I don't, who I, who I, orchestrated it? Where's I, your phone? I tried to Google it. And nothing? Well, I had no luck. <laughs> <laughs> your lofty research skills? Yeah, if you were if you were a kid in the 90s, you're going to have like major nostalgic flashback now because... Totally. It's like when 
techno is king and it's just weird talking and mm-hmm. makes you want to like watch the movie again because it was really funny although mortal kombat 2 sucked that movie i never even saw that one i gotta show you mortal kombat 1 i gotta see if it's yeah. on netflix actually so the song which actually was released may 31st 1994 sounds about right nine years old um the producer is oliver adams okay but the soundtrack is by the immortals Ooh. aka praga con praga con <laughs> Right. So there you have it. So let's get to the Immortals Proglacon, <laughs> if that's what it's Proglacon. Proglacon. It's by Maurice Elegant, aka Proglacon. Perfect. This is the Mortal Kombat theme song as your band of the week. Get ready to take some acid and trip out. Get over here. Right. This is hardcore electronic music coming at you. So all the ways to get in contact with our asses: <laughs> Facebook.com/slash5605. You'll see all the pictures of our new 605 swag. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, so I got too many six bo- sex bots on that Valen <laughs> Camp. I'm Val Gomez23 on both Instagram and Twitter. And on iTunes. You drop us a comment and subscribe to the page, because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. So until next week, I'm your sick podcaster, John. I am your slightly rehabilitated podcaster, Val. over here! <laughs> <laughs>
John Mallon and Val Gomez.